Early February 2023, we have three separate UAPs, that's Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, recorded as being shot down by the United States military across three separate days. This is hot on the heels of a Chinese spy balloon being shot down as well. Join myself and Neil for this very special, very exciting edition of Aliens Explored, where we delve into these UAPs being shot down and try to disseminate the facts from the fictions being put out by the media. Aliens Explored is a weekly podcast exploring famous and obscure cases of UFO sightings, alien abductions and other strange events from both a believing and a sceptical perspective whilst keeping an open mind. I'm Stu Jackson, a professional actor and amateur ufologist with a particular interest in the crop circle phenomenon. I'll be debating that otherworldly visitations are real. The truth is out there. And I'm Neil Kelly. I'm a professional actor as well and used to work for the military as an intelligence analyst. I'll be arguing from a more doubtful point of view. I mean, it's all a bit far-fetched, isn't it? Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Aliens Explored. Normally, your weekly look at the mysterious skies and beyond and what goes on in in back rooms of shady government offices and such. However, today we are doing a special episode, which will it won't go out to any particular schedule. In fact, we'll just we'll just whack it out as soon as it's um, as soon as it's ready. I mean, not <laughs> whack it whack out yeah. quick and, and knock off early. Um, <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Neil Kelly. <laughs> And also knocking off early, I'm your other host, Stu Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, quite rightly. This is a special because special things have been happening um, of late in the press. Oh, um, stuff that we I'm feel guessing... we should we should discuss in a timely manner, you know, while it, while it's still fresh in people's minds. Well, yes, um, I mean there are developments happening all the time. Um, but, uh, yeah, we didn't want to sort of fall too far behind with this one, um, cause it is really kind of interesting. So we are recording this, uh, it has to be said, uh, early evening on Sunday, the 19th of February, uh, 2023, mm. uh, depending on when you're listening to this from, uh, <laughs> it could be a different year. Uh, so yeah, so 19th of Feb, um, now, before we get into the nitty-gritty of the, I'm guessing, I mean, Neil, even as a, a person outside of ufology and, and like, you know, mm. UFO Twitter and what have you, um, I'm guessing you've been unable to avoid seeing this. Would that be right? Um. I would guess. I would say that's fairly accurate. Yeah, as anyone who's paid even a passing passing attention to the news yeah it's been inescapable this one it's been a very big story so yeah it has and, uh, and of course it's provoking all kinds of speculation in the absence of any um, established facts at, at our time of recording well uh, i mean here's here's where we get into it so there have been a few media so John, we ought to say what we're actually here talking about, uh, just in case anybody <laughs> Let's missed being the mysterious. title. I mean, this, so, this, yeah, uh, this, this whole thing's mysterious enough without us being mysterious about it. Yeah, so we are we are here talking about the three very recent uh, UAPs that have been shot down, um, some over America, some over Canada. Hmm. Um, I think uh, one over Canada wasn't it? One over one Alaska, over and um, yes. But the big one, the one that that really made the news, was the two hundred foot 
balloon that drifted all the way across the continental United States. Um, the president, President Biden, said that it shouldn't be shot down while it's over. Well, there's a chance it might sort of fall onto a populated area because apparently this thing is really big and someone someone said it will be like a school bus falling through your roof. So that, ah. that sort of size. Now, interesting that you raised that one. So that one you're talking about there was the Chinese spy balloon that was shot down on February the 4th. Once, once it had passed across the states and was out into into the sea, which of course made it more difficult to recover. I mean, if they if they shot it down and taken the risk that maybe it will land on a town or a school or something, but yeah, this would be so. Able, I'm we'll have the evidence. I'm, I'm fascinated by a thing that has happened here already with you. Mm. So, actually, there have been three other UAPs shot down, other than that yes. one. So four, if hmm. you include the Chinese balloon. Okay. Um, is UAP the right term for them? Because they are definitely physical objects, aren't they? They're not an aerial phenomenon. It is an, a flying object that's been that's susceptible to, to a missile. Well, I was, I was excluding the Chinese balloon as a UAP because we've okay. identified what that is. Um, but, but what has been happening in the media, and I, I suspect... I mean, you'll correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure, but I suspect there's an element of of what's happened here is the media or the, shall we say, the state-influenced media. Um, Mm -hmm. I won't say state-controlled, but, you know, we know. Um, But, yes, the state-influenced media have started to conflate the UAPs and the Chinese balloon. But they're completely... Well, of course... yeah, yeah, I mean, this is one include... area of... There, there are some areas of journalism where they are entirely reliant upon official sources, mm-hmm. that no one has their own way of verifying a, a, an object flying at forty to 60,000 feet above the ground. You know, if the military say they've detected something and shot it down and what it was, you kind of have to take their word for it unless there are some discrepancies in what they're saying but yes as you say they have they have conflated them and and certainly in my mind they're fully conflated this is just three things even though they seem to be different shaped things um Mm. the the balloon that made the most news was the chinese said it was a weather balloon um i'm inclined to believe them i mean what what really? the yeah <laughs> I mean yeah um, to, to be I, fair I wasn't this, expecting this is... us to talk about the Chinese balloon <laughs> okay I've seen that as a like a completely separate for but it but it has event. become conflated you know it's been all about this big it Chinese has. balloon that sixty thousand feet which was no hazard to air traffic because it's flying way too high for that um but it's been conflated with these lower flying different shaped ones there was a cylindrical shaped object that was shot down over. Alaska, I believe. So, was that a, was that a Chinese Zeppelin? <laughs> let, let's go through them one by one. Um, so, yes, the Chinese balloon was shot down on the 4th of February. Then on the 10th of February, uh, over Dead Horse, Alaska, at 1.45pm mm-hmm. Eastern Time, um, there was a small object, a small unmanned object. This is the cylindrical silverish-grey one uh, mm-hmm. where they publicly said they could not identify any means of propulsion. Uh, mm-hmm. That was shot down on the 10th of February. Then you have the following day. This is the one that they detected uh over Canada, well, they detected it mm. over Alaska, first of all. It crossed over into Canada. Again, small cylindrical object. Uh, this was travelling at 40,000 feet. Um, mm. Yeah, the next day, February the 11th, shot down over the Yukon. Um, now, obviously, Biden did get permission from um, is Trudeau, the Canadian um, Prime Minister. Yeah, Trudeau. Um, yeah, Trudeau. I think, I think yeah. it's it's a, it's only polite, you know, if you're going to shoot somebody oh, down over someone's yeah. country to, to to say to check they're all right, they're okay with that. 
Well, absolutely, because falling debris, I mean, they might have had uh, troops on manoeuvres secretly, you know, right underneath the thing, who knows? Um, but yes, that was shot down on February the 11th. Um, mm. And then the following day after that, so you get three days in a row, 10th, 11th, and 12th, mm. you have a different shaped UAP. This one is octagonal, flying at a lower mm-hmm. altitude of 20,000 feet, but that's still pretty high up i mean that's your um uh your i think you're like seven four seven seven three sevens travel at like 20 to thirty thousand feet no i think um, it's higher it's about 40 they, they do get up to about 38 forty thousand feet but oh, you know okay. if you're flying at twenty thousand feet you're a hazard to all sorts of other kinds of yeah it might not be a, a you know a commercial um, airliner at, at its uh at its you know, on, a, on a long-haul flight at its cruising altitude, yeah, that's going to be nearer 40,000 feet. But there will be all sorts of other craft at 20,000 feet, light aircraft and the like. It, it's it's a hazard. Um, oh, absolutely. You say that they um, they detected no means of propulsion. Well, that that's what we would, we would have with a balloon, wouldn't you? Well, the only one that they've stated that with was the first one on February the 20th. 10th so this one on the 12th uh, was a different shape it was octagonal shaped they identified that it was unmanned uh, like mm-hmm. I say it was traveling at 20,000 feet um, and yes that was also shot down that was at 2:42 p.m eastern time mm. um, all three of the objects uh, what they do share in common uh, is that they were all shot down by sidewinder missiles yeah uh, the first two from F-22 fighters, uh, the third one from an F-16. Um, yeah, um, but- and if and, and of course, that's a Sidewinder missile is an expensive bit of kit. I mean, what, $100,000 or something, $130,000? Um, people asking questions, why are we spending, spending that much money on a missile to shoot down a balloon? If that's what it is, because, as you say, the... Those balloons, those UFO stories, have been conflated with the Chinese balloon. Yes, and is there um, is that? Do you, do you think that's deliberate that they've said, oh, said absolutely. you know this is just oh this is just another balloon? Absolutely, it's deliberate. You get UFO different UFO sightings. That's a a classic classic tactic is to conflate it with something else that happened that is explainable. Um, and then you just say, oh, look, yeah, look, we've got an explanation. Well, no, you've got an explanation for one of those things, but not the other. It's a bit but like, the, like are... in the, the crop circle community, and and I get, mm. I get quite angry about this. So you'll get some crop circles that are man-made. We know that. Mm. And then there'll be another crop circle that has traits that mean it cannot be man-made and and Mm. i'm not going to go into the details here and now you know we've we've got other episodes for that um but they'll be conflated and they'll say well look look they're all man-made because this one was man-made well no that doesn't yeah anyway that's yeah so conflation is is a classic classic tactic but do you know what I'm getting huge, huge, huge vibes from? Because they've now come out and said they, they initially came out and said, "Yep, yeah, we don't know what these are." Um, there was even hmm. one Air Force general said officially, formally to the press, "We are not ruling out um, extraterrestrials." He said yeah, that because he's not ruling. Not he's ruling not. It out. Yeah. Yeah, because he's not ruling out anything. He's, we don't know what it is. Yeah. We we'll, we'll, when we find the wreckage, um, we'll, we'll we'll be more forthcoming, maybe depending on what the wreckage is. Well, you know, now, I've got some interesting uh, thoughts about the wreckage, so we'll we'll come on to that. But what happened, sort of, almost or very very quickly, within a matter of hours after that, there's a an official government press officer comes out and starts making jokes to ridicule the idea of it being extraterrestrial mm. at a press yeah. conference to ridicule it. Well, that again is that, a classic tactic. It's a classic tactic. I can see why they do it. They're making light of this story. Um, with, the, with the Chinese balloon, the Chinese claim it was just a weather balloon. I can imagine a that, scenario that's the one on where the fourth. That, that, that's yeah. the one that we're not counting as a UAB. Yeah. 
but but maybe they are all from i mean weather balloons you know 60,000 feet is more like the altitude for a weather balloon these other things are at, at, at an altitude where they're more it's funny that their response is to just shoot them down. We've got these objects in the air. We don't know what they are. Let's shoot them down. They're not even right. over our country. Let's shoot it down. That that seems, you know, there's obviously some, I mean, at 40,000 feet, you can send a craft up, an aircraft up to look at it, to fly yes, around it. which they did. Uh, which they did. So have we got video of it? <laughs> have we got any? Now. Interesting you should come on to that. So the Chinese balloon, we got loads yeah. of video footage of that, you know, yeah. from the various aircraft. We've got video footage of it actually being shot down because we know that in the cabins of these aircraft, they are constantly taking video. Yeah. These three on the 10th, 11th, and 12th, they won't release the footage. Hmm. But the Chinese balloon... They were instantly dropping the footage on that, and and also, I mean, relation it's, it's straining relations between the US and China. I can imagine in China, someone whose job it is to monitor the weather and regularly sends up weather balloons, just happening to mention within hearing of someone from the military or intelligence community, yeah, we send these balloons up. And they drift all the way across the Pacific and they'll drift all the way across the continental United States and the US never responds. And so so the, the intelligence guy, the military guy, is going to think, hmm, that gives me an idea. So he goes to his signals intelligence people and says, yeah, you've been monitoring um, radio traffic from military air defence. Any mention on these particular dates of a balloon going out? Have they, they mentioned it to them? No, no they they've not even registered it. They've not talked about it. Um, and he thought, well, next time we send a balloon up, why don't I put some military surveillance equipment on it? You know, nothing too expensive because we don't really know where this thing is going to go and it'll be just pure chance if it happens to drift over something that we're interested in. But um, and, and then, but for some reason, the military, military air defence have said that our, our defences weren't program to look for that kind of thing so basically what we do is narrow down the parameters the example he gave was if you were looking to buy a car online that you would go onto the web page and you would click five door hatchback and you would tick the box with a certain price range and then you wouldn't see anything else but five door hatchbacks within that range and so they had their radar set you know just to make sure they're not responding to all kinds of stuff <laughs> extraneous stuff that basically they're looking for fast flying things with a heat signature, and um, so that's why they never spot, they never took any notice or didn't even pick them up. They didn't come up on the radar because they weren't looking for something like that. So the question is, why is this? Why have they suddenly decided now? Because no, no one would have spotted that balloon at sixty thousand feet, even a two hundred foot balloon at sixty thousand feet. That's way too small. You can't see a jumbo jet at that from the ground at there's, that altitude. There's so much to unpack on what you've just said there, Neil. Um, hmm. I'm going to I'm going to start backwards. So the first thing hmm. I have to say is they were all seen on radar. That's how they were aware yeah. of them. Yeah, they were all seen on radar, but they also said we'd never seen these things on radar before because our settings were d excluded objects that met, met that kind of, that okay. traveled that kind of pattern. Um for okay. some reason, they 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 unclicked all the all the all the things that would narrow down the search to search everything and found balloons or so, other objects. Okay, um, the other thing what you, you you mentioned about the weather balloons basically just drifting around, as I understand, it, no, they they're maneuverable. They can be controlled as to what direction they go. Um, but are they controlled? Otherwise, they'd uh, when, yeah. Otherwise, they'd cause a problem. And when you look at this Chinese well, balloon on February that was shot down on February the fourth, um, that had drifted over four separate sensitive military sites. I say drifted, mm, you know, yeah. and that was why it was shot down. Ultimately, is because look, it's very obviously spying on us. So they they, so, they can absolutely maneuver these things around. Um. 
and with with any balloon at that height, you would have to be able to control it because otherwise it is going to provide a threat to to vehicles in the air. Um, well, you know, no, it's a weather balloon. Not forget, it's, it's... Well, you've also got this aspect, and, and I have to shout out um, our, our Patreon patron, uh, Toby. Um, hmm. For a lot of this information, it's been really helpful on the old Discord, um, providing a lot of uh, lot of knowledge on this. Um, he was explaining that that balloons um, basically they pop when they go too high, so you've got sort of internal pressure from the helium, uh, mm. and you've got the external pressure of the atmosphere. Well, the higher you go, the less external pressure there is so if they go too high they pop and the way they Hmm. control what height you want them to go to is by controlling the amount of internal pressure so if you want one to go at eighty thousand feet you have really Hmm. low internal pressure but you might have a Hmm. much bigger balloon so that you know you can fill it with more helium i I don't know the entire dynamics of that but what you don't want is them so kind of drifting about anywhere drifting drifting over your house neil and then popping mm. and mm. then come crashing through your roof um so no they have to be controllable um and they have to know where they're going but that's not what the the most recent at the time of recording here folks it might change tomorrow um the mm. most recent claim from the government is they're not claiming it's weather balloons Mm. They're claiming they are hobby balloons. Hobby balloons. Hobby balloons. And what are hobby balloons? Well, I suppose they're kind of... Um, I'm, not, I'm not entirely certain. But in the same way, that you know, like um, we know I'm a, a semi-professional drone operator. Um so mm. I will take an aircraft up into the air. I suppose it's like that, but with a balloon. Um, but here's the thing, and again, I'm going to thank Toby for this very mm. specific bit of information. Um, in order to... Now, I, I knew this part, that, that in order to go above a certain height... So, for example, my license covers me to go up to 200 feet. Um mm. To operate at the kind of height we're talking about, 20,000 feet, 40,000 feet, 60,000 feet, um, you need express FAA flight clearance to operate Mm. at that height. And the license, the license to operate it costs $200,000 a year. Mm. These are not hobby balloons (laughs) that have been detected. Um, instantly and here's the other thing the so in every case it's not just been a case of they've launched fighters the fighters have fired at them they've blown them out the air um kind of they've been detected they've been followed and tracked they've sent aircraft up to look at them to to Mm. fly around them to get a visual on them to get them on video where's those videos we need to know um you know why are they not in the public domain? Uh, I think John Greenwald is is currently on that. He's the king of freedom of information access requests. Mm. Um, yeah, he he's currently on like looking into that one as we speak. Um, but they've sent aircraft up to look at. The, now these are experienced pilots. You must have had aviation experts looking at the footage trying to determine what they are, and they can't say what they are. Now, if it's a hobby balloon or a weather balloon, they would be able to identify that really easily. Mm -hmm. Really easily. And let us not forget, these things have trackers in them as well. Now, a spy balloon, maybe not. All right? I'll I'll Mm. acknowledge that one. But they would also recognise that it's a spy in the exact same way. The the balloon that was shot down on February the fourth, they instantly indicated. Well, they knew it was Chinese. They knew it was a balloon. They could see the equipment hanging underneath it. Um, yes, they believed it was for surveillance purposes. Yes, China argued it was a weather balloon. Could be either or. But you know, hmm, you see the both. equipment hanging below below it it's easy to identify what it actually is 
maybe not the mm. the nitty gritty details, but they knew it was a balloon for monitoring things. Mm. But in the ones on the tenth, eleventh, and twelfth that were shot down on those dates, they've not been able to identify them. They've just said silverish grey cylindrical object. Second one, a cylindrical object. We weren't given a colour for that, so I don't know if it's a different colour. And the third one, an octagonal shape. Yeah, they're not balloons. <laughs> okay, not here, balloons. here's 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 a here's a question that pertains to the balloon as well as to the what the whatever these other craft might have been. Um, they shot the balloon down with a sidewinder missile, and people ask, "Well, how did you do that?" Um, there was speculation as to because normally you'd fire a sidewinder missile, it would use its heat-seeking ability to find the tail jet of a plane, and it would fly into that. It would hit it and blow up. Um, mm-hmm. That wouldn't happen with the balloon. It wouldn't be able to find. There's no heat signature from the balloon for it to to detect. Um, there's nothing substantial for it to hit to set it off. Um, so there was speculation that it was either a timed missile or or it was, I don't know, they, they had to manually set it off when it when it got near. I, I imagine that's very difficult to do because missiles go very, very fucking fast. Um, that must have been the same issue when they were shooting down these other objects. It's an object floating in the sky, no heat signature, no visible means of propulsion. Um, what did they use to shoot it down? That's, that's an excellent... I mean, they've said in every case that they've used sidewinder. Uh, to be honest, I'm not speaking about the Chinese balloon on the 4th of February. Mm. Um, I haven't, to be honest, I haven't really done my research into that because um, mm. I've just I, mean, I, I know. Well, okay, we know what that is. Um, I, I mean, I know a sidewinder missile can be programmed. To, it doesn't just shoot at um, a heat signature. I know it can shoot at, if, if a plane finds itself being detected, by unknown or presumably hostile radar, the plane can all, itself, without the pilot even having to bother with it, it will just arm, it, arm a missile and fire it at the source of the radar beam. Right. That It can do that. Um, a couple of coppers in, in the north of England nearly nearly got taken out with the, because of their radar gun. They were waving <laughs> it around. And uh, <laughs> a, a, a low-flying jet on an exercise over the North Sea detected it was being... Um, it was being tracked being by tracked. radar. Uh, yeah, it was out of sight of these two <laughs> coppers. Um, mm. And it was only because the pilot noticed it was happening and switched it off because he was only on an exercise. And he shouldn't be, shouldn't be firing a missile at anything. <laughs> it was an exercise in the North Sea. So, um, yeah, so... It, Interesting. They, 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 they are versatile, I, I guess, as, as far as I know about it. Um, the question is, why now? And I, I feel like I want to open a can of worms here. Ooh. Because a, a <laughs> meme that I've seen from the far right and from the far left on, on social media is whenever you see the media making a, an awful lot of, of some story that, that's not particularly grave, but they, 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 they all get very excited about something, that what you should do is look for what they're trying to distract you from. And we know that in the United States at that time, there was a, a train derailment um, near a town of East Palestine in Ohio, I believe it is. Um, where was it? And um, which caused a massive explosion and, and ch- chemical contamination. Thousands of people have been evacuated. Uh, but that... That big story um, was a footnote. Because all the attention was four. on was on the UFOs, and and I thought about when when the Trump administration released that footage of UFOs, the, tic, the flying Tic Tacs, taken by by the U.S. Navy U.S. Navy pilots. Well, that was right at the height of the whole pandemic thing, wasn't it? And all the news was about the pandemic and. Let's just distract you from that a little bit about what the government is or isn't doing. Let's talk about UFOs. And today, in the supermarket, where was it? Front page of the Daily Star Sunday. Massive picture of, yeah, a mocked-up picture of a bloke being beamed up into a flying saucer. Can't get to work today, Chief, as I've been abducted by aliens. 
says Britain's bosses can't get job done because of extraterrestrials. So, so okay. those pesky yeah, they... aliens have a lot to answer for. Now ET is abducting staff and making them miss work. It's hitting productivity, say HR bosses, who report a sudden rise in extraterrestrial excuses. I mean, yeah, it's a bollock story. It's about yeah, it's about people. That's a saying, non-story. Well, it, it's a non-story, but again. Why is that front page of a paper? What's that? That's a distraction, isn't it? Well, for our our overseas listeners, the Daily Star is like the lowest form of gutter press. Um, Yeah. It's probably one of the American equivalent. Um, Um, I would say maybe National Enquirer, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. it's, It's where you get like basically nonsense bullshit story, but it's, it's much more sort of, um, I mean, it's practically goose stepping its content is very um it, 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 ridiculous absolutely ridiculous um mm. and, uh, and very, but that, very that's front page that front page of the news today okay um so uh, I think less of a kind of worms maybe than you than you thought with that one I'm inclined to mm. agree that yes the timing of these things um is often picked yeah at at a time when it suits them the best but what that would also suggest is that a these things are happening like uaps are being shot down all the time for them to be able to pick a time of it happening mm. uh, when they're putting it out into the media um, Unless, like the balloon, they said, "Well, we, we had our we, we had our radar settings on it. Not we weren't looking for anything that would be fly, slow moving and that size and with no heat signature." I uh, I find that a bit of a bullshit answer, to be honest. Um, oh no, I can see why they do it. Yeah, you, I think you, you know there's if all they sorts of things up in the sky. Um, yeah, and they, they'll be monitoring the skies all the time. I mean, otherwise they wouldn't have caught the Chinese balloon in the first place. No, but someone from the Pentagon said, "Well, yeah, these things may be flying. Well, if if it's if it's flying on the wind, then then all Chinese weather balloons will be flying over the United States." Yeah, at some because point. these things can be so, controlled. You could control what direction they go. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm 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 not. So yeah, so if it was chosen for its timing to draw attention away from this disaster um mm. so yes that would mean that this is happening all the time it would mean also and and this kind of leads into my personal theory about all this coming out at the moment because i can see the idea either it's happening all the time or they're aware of these things in the air all the time mm. uh, maybe they don't always shoot them down um, because that makes big news. <laughs> but well, I mean, the, it, the thing it, I, I, I mean, it, it would suggest shot it it's down a step over... in the direction of disclosure, doesn't it? Because no. they're not going <laughs> to no. release this information. I th- so I right here's my here's my personal theory, and it 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 doesn't. It, it it doesn't contradict the idea of it being timed mm. for release. I think they're testing the waters bit by bit by bit. We had like mm. the yeah the twenty seventeen confirmation um, that yes the the tic tac toe as you say uh, the three bits of ve- video footage from the USS Nimitz. Um, yes, the Pentagon confirmed that they were accurate that they were real. Um, mm. we've got that sort of being drip-fed. They're testing the water. They're seeing what the general public reaction is. Does it cause a panic? Does it not cause a panic? How's it affecting the stock market? Because let's not forget the importance of that um, from, from this perspective. I think on the back of the Chinese balloon, they've come out with these things. Um, they can't say... Look, we've got these devices. Like, we don't know where they come from. We we don't know what they are, but they're in the air above us all the time. They can't do that, so they have to say we've detected some and we've taken care of it. The only way to take care of it is to shoot it down. 
Um, so, yeah. It, um, it, it's a very aggressive response. I mean, previous reports we've had of UFOs, particularly uh, the, the, the Tic Tacs, the flying Tic Tacs, was that these craft were flying um, at a speed and in a, in a manner that, that we're not able to replicate. It's a, mm-hmm. it's, it speaks to a technology that's way beyond what we have. That yeah. a human pilot probably wouldn't even survive being inside it for the, the, the g forces that they'd be under. Um, suddenly, we've got these things just floating in the sky, just up there being shot down. I mean, they're, they're over a remote area, which, for one thing, means they're not doing any harm. It means you can shoot them sa- down safely, knowing they're not going to land on anyone's head. But it also makes the uh, the wreckage very difficult to recover. I think yeah, it's shooting down over the north of Canada in 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 in, in the middle of winter. Yeah, that's going to be hard yeah. to find. I think there was an element of them deliberately waiting until they were of an area over an area that, you know, benefit of the doubt, where it would cause least harm. Um, All right, before where it would shooting, cause them least down. least harm. I remember the story. Do you remember Skylab back in the eighties? And this mm. this Skylab, this space station was it was coming out of orbit. It was going to crash to Earth. They weren't sure exactly. Well, they. They, they eventually realized it was going to, they worked out it was going to land somewhere in Lapland, a very sparsely populated area. And so they decided to, and this thing was the size of a bus, you know, mm-hmm. it's coming down, it's a, it's a large object coming down. If it hits you, it'll kill you. However, Lapland is really sparsely populated. Nevertheless, they decided to evacuate, evacuate the population. So they got all these mm-hmm. people onto helicopters and flew them out. And it was later worked out that those people had more chance, a much greater chance of being killed in a helicopter crash than being <laughs> hit by that Skylab, <laughs> statistically. So, you know, if yeah. this thing, you've got this unknown object in the sky, and, you know, let's, let's face it, the US military, like no, any military, is prepared to sacrifice lives or put lives at risk. How much risk are they putting? How much are they putting at risk of shooting something down? Not over a city, I'll grant you, but maybe over an area that's populated, sparsely populated, you know, farmland or such. You know, the chances are it's not going to hit anyone. And then we, because the important thing is to recover the wreckage to find out exactly what we got here. That's what we. I mean, there's a real. From an intelligence point of view, they really need to know what these things are, because what's coming next? Yeah, you know, they, they've they've spotted something. Don't know what it is. Treat it as hostile. Shoot it down. Next time they go up there, they're going to be faced with something that can far outperform any of their capabilities and just obliterate them. Yeah, what, well, what this is retaliation. The, How do you this know? This is the point I'm happen? making. Is I believe that the powers that be know exactly what they are already they know Mm. about them and you know they're just slowly slowly drip feeding the information to the public so that a the public they can gauge the public's response in terms of panic in terms of stock market i think they're the two big ones um they can gauge the response by drip feeding it but also by drip feeding it that's how you assimilate that's how you you bring about so oh god years ago i used to work in the automotive industry and i i trained managers mm. to be managers and one of the big things that that we used to talk about often was change management if you want to bring in a new style of working or um, mm. you know a, a, like if you want to revolutionize your your production line or whatever it might be um or, the way or to even do want that, to change the to do that is in small drip feed sessions you don't like turn up to work one day right everything's all changed you do it bit by bit by bit so people a they they assimilate the the information and they assimilate the new way of working or whatever it is gradually um but bigger than that and this was this was talked about quite often people won't notice the change and that's what—that's exactly what's happening in terms of UAPs, UFOs, flying saucers, whatever you want to call them. These visitors—that is exactly what is happening in society today. We are being drip-fed more and more information about them, um, and it's yeah, it's a form of change management. 
Um, no, I, don't. I mean, I'm saying it from from the the point of view of the extraterrestrials. Presumably, these craft aren't don't have living beings in them that are being sacrificed. They're not saying we need you to go and float around the United States until you get shot down. Yeah, great. That's, well, <laughs> that's, that's, right. So I'm, we're going to send something up there. The cat amongst and, the pigeons on that. How? Mm. What proof do we have that they were actually shot down? We don't. I mean, as I said at the start, this is. These UFO stories are things where we have to take, you know, we, we, we're entirely dependent on the military, on, the, on their report. Whatever they say it is, we've got to either believe them or find a reason to disbelieve them. But what we don't have is access to the data. No, we can question. Only though, that we um, can decide we don't believe the conclusions they're telling us because there are various, we can find anomalies in, in their story. Here's the but thing: they were we, so we quick get... with the footage on the Chinese balloon, so quick with it. Yeah. Um, okay, that's a balloon we can show, and we. Yeah. And and also, you know, the US recently has been picking a fight with China. the The war in Ukraine is, you know, the Chinese are watching that very closely to see how the West will respond. Mm-hmm. There've been, I mean, it's gone a, a bit quiet now, but a couple of months ago. There was a real threat about you know what America would. America has always maintained this position of strategic ambivalence that they're not prepared to say what they would do if the Chinese invaded Taiwan. Mm. Um, and it looks like the Chinese now have the capability to invade Taiwan, and they're looking to see you know <laughs> they're watching the Russian operation, see how that goes. Um, maybe they're deciding what they're doing, but basically you know. Things have hotted up with China recently, and now we've got this balloon that they're blaming on China. Um, and, and then these other objects which have been conflated into the story because they're shooting stuff down over the US, stuff they hadn't noticed before. Um, I don't know what these... I mean, if these UFOs are up there, suppose they are extraterrestrial, um, mm-hmm. I would suggest that their purpose is to go up there and their purpose is to be shot down so that the extraterrestrials can um, examine our capabilities. What if they, they're just a monitoring see... device? Yeah, it's a monitoring device, but it might be a monitoring device to see what we're capable of. I'll give you an example. Um, when the Israelis invaded the Lebanon in 1982, they took out the Syrian air defences in the Baikal Valley in one afternoon, and they did that with drones. Basically, they'll put a drone up, it would fly over, Syrian air defence would track it and shoot it down, but in, in those few seconds between tracking it and firing their missile, the drone would have detected the source of the radar beam and sent the coordinates back to its base, and then they would have launched a surface-to-surface missile. So we, we, we're listening to all this traffic where Syrians have shot down a drone. Yeah, we shot down an Israeli aircraft. Next thing you know, they go quiet because they've been hit by a missile and they're, they're dead. And, and their air defences were taken out in one afternoon, and it caused a massive panic. I think, I think that was one of the events that led to the end of the Cold War because the, the air defence system that the Soviets had given the Syrians, which was manned by East German technicians... Um, in the Baikal Valley, it was a replica of what they had in Eastern Europe. So suddenly they realized, oh, shit, Western technology can take out our air defense. We, we, basically, we have no air cover in Europe now. Mm. The, the NATO can hit us with impunity, they, they, just like the Israelis have done here. So, yeah, it was, a, it was a big deal. But basically, those drones were put up to be shot down because they would gather an awful lot of information about the enemy but in in the, in the process of being shot down, so maybe mm. that you know, it's a similar kind of thing that, that that they, whoever it is, now knows an awful lot more about the US's air defences, about where the radar, it's, where it's tracked from, where the aircraft come from, what kind of missile they'll use. Yeah, they've got it all now. It's possible, and probably cheaper um, half the price. And we we you know, the, huh. So I'm I'm putting that together in my head with um sort of a it's only vague knowledge that I can recall at the moment, but um there are a lot of reported cases of UAPs um mm. interfering with nuclear uh weapons. Um, you know, when they're 
kind of in storage, basically nullifying them, making them useless. Um, mm. you, you hear a lot of stories like that. And I'm wondering, like, so, yeah, I can see these things being monitoring device. I mean, we talk about extraterrestrials. And I'm always a bit, little bit uncomfortable with that term because we don't know where they come from. Um, it might be that we actually share our planet with other sentient species, they might hmm. live under the sea. Um, or in another dimension. Or in another dimension, in a pocket dimension. It might be the, the whole high worth theory, you know, might play hmm. into this. Um, so, yeah, there might be extraterrestrial, there might be terrestrial, but whoever these, these this in, whoever this intelligence is, um, hmm. Yeah, I can see them wanting to keep a close eye on what everybody's doing, especially at the moment when we are, you know, at a time of war that could escalate into a world war. Um, you know, it's it's a scary time. But monitoring hmm. devices, it might be to monitor the state of the air pollution that we're putting out might into be. the planet. You know, we are effectively destroying the planet, um, and it might be might be these devices are there to repair the planet. Who knows? Who yeah. actually knows? Well, Somebody who in actually a knows, but it, position knows. To me, it seems an extreme reaction. You find something in the sky. You don't know what it is. It's not even over your own territory. So you ask your neighbour for permission to just shoot this thing down. Mm. Well, well the, the claim the, is that it hell? could present um, uh, a danger to vehicles in the air, basically to aircraft. That that's the reason yeah. it was given, um, you know, if it wanders into a flight path or something like that. But I'm I'm, you know, I'm I'm not, I'm not buying it. If I'm honest, no, I'm not. No, buying I don't. It. Uh, but there we go. Um, so is your um, your belief these things are Chinese in origin and? Balloons. Um, no, have... I mean, I was I was led to believe that they're, they're all part of the same story as the balloon, that they were mm. just different objects, different shape, different size, but essentially part of the same story. It seems clear to me now that they're not. Um, but I don't know what they are or, you know, it hasn't been satisfactorily explained what they thought they were and what they thought they were doing and what they th- what what threat they were perceived to possess, possess or present. Mm. Yeah, so you're not buying into the official answer, which is they are hobby balloons. Why would you, why would you shoot us a hobby balloon down with a, with a 130 <laughs> gram missile? You know? And, and more to that, they'd know exactly what it was. If it was a hobby balloon, um, yeah, and it's been it's like official. They don't know what these things are. Um, I, I don't know if the it, <laughs> didn't it know was where a, hobby balloons were at all. Was times. it a beat? What kind of bomber was? I forgot what aircraft it was, but um, I don't know whether they have machine guns on them. It, I mean, it wouldn't have been able to use its machine gun to shoot down the Chinese spy balloon because that was way higher. You know, you're talking two kilometers higher than the planes capable of going. So missiles, the obvious way, but these things, you can sort of fly around and have a little, a little burst of machine gun fire. If it's a hobby balloon, down it goes. Mm. And not much damage done. Although five yeah. rounds, you know, <laughs> it's going to come down somewhere. Yeah. Um, and, and do you know what? The whole, oh, it's a balloon. Do you know what? <laughs> and I'm getting major, major vibes from this entire story of Roswell. Yes, we've seen yeah. the UFO. It's crashed. Oh no, it was a weather balloon. Yeah, you know, um, I'm getting real vibes from that. I, I feel, I feel like in in thirty, hmm. forty years time, we'll look back on this as being like a modern day, well, Monday for now, not for then, um, modern day Roswell. And it's like, oh, and people believed they were actually balloons. Yeah, be, uh, maybe, but <laughs> for me, the the story Seen as, funny. as a whole just doesn't add up. Whether it's a balloon, whether it's a Chinese craft of some kind, whether it's uh, something from another world, 
it, the story Absolutely. doesn't add up either, either way. It really, really doesn't. Well, who knows what information will come out in the next few days, weeks, months, years. Uh, but we mm. will definitely be keeping an eye on it. And, and for my part, yeah, I'm going to take it further and say I think this is a conscious um, effort to get information out to the public and, and it's drip feeding towards disclosure. I'm I'm fairly confident no. of that. <laughs> that that's, we disagree that's on we that part. Point. Why is it? Yeah, <laughs> we disagree on that point. But what do you think, listeners? Um, do let us know exactly what you think about these UAPs that have been shot down. Um, we want to hear your thoughts, no matter what they are. Um, and you can contact well, us well, and let us know. Up, up to a point. Yeah. <laughs> No, I want to know what everybody thinks. Um, it's it's good to hear all sides of the story. Um, so let us know. Let us know via Facebook, Twitter, by searching Aliens Explored. You can email us, aliensexplored at gmail.com. If you're one of our Patreon patrons, then you get exclusive access to the Discord server, and we've been discussing this particular subject uh, over there in some detail. Uh, it's been quite the uh, quite the interesting uh, conversation that's been happening there, um, and you can do that by going to patreon.com forward slash aliens explored uh, and picking a tier that suits you, and uh, you help us to make make more of these episodes, which we're hoping to do for. The foreseeable, forever. Mm. <laughs> That's oh, the I thought you meant the actually the, no, the these episodes of which we're hoping to do four, um, or maybe <laughs> five. <laughs> for um, the foreseeable future. For the foreseeable. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, so have a look at our Patreon as well. There's links uh, in the description to all the things I've mentioned. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I won't do a join us next time because this has been a special, so I don't now don't know how to end this recording. Uh, tell us what you think. We're always happy to hear from you. And you know, if, you, yes. if, if you're a hobby balloonist, we'd be interested in hearing you know, all about it. Well, I'm oh, good. absolutely. Definitely want to hear the perspective of hobby But what we can say, as we always say, and it's more pertinent now than ever before, keep watching the skies take care for now bye bye Aliens Explored is a Fecal Films production in association with Juicy Falls music by Darren Mafucci and editing by Stu Jackson find us on Twitter or Facebook by searching Aliens Explored or visit us on aliensexplored.com